0: Welcome to the Big Blue Brothers podcast. I'm Andrew, joined by my brothers Stephen and David. As we talk about the Big Blue, Stephen, how are you doing this afternoon? I guess as we're recording this, wonderfully, wonderfully. That's good. David, how are you? I am fantastic, That's as good. always. That's good. Uh, but, as always, whenever we do one of these, uh, the week after, Kentucky loses multiple games, which is what happened in between the last time. But at least we're on time this time, right?
1: No, we're not. Yeah, we are.
0: It's a week in between.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was supposed to be on Sunday.
0: It's whatever. But it a week in between. We got another one up. But uh, Kentucky fell twice this past week first to bama and then to, to auburn both of them very disappointing games i don't want to relive tons of them uh but steven i guess we'll start with you what were your thoughts on these games collectively or we can take them one of a time, one at a time what what did you learn about the team in the past week
1: that we suck
0: <laughs> and that florida sucks uh, <clears throat> apparently
1: <laughs> i don't know if it's that but I I think I'm just – I told – I think I've told both of you now before we started this, I think I'm at the point this year where it's just – it's a lost year. I'm just going to ride it out until the SEC tournament and hope we make a run there. And if we don't, then we're just bad this year. Um, Today is the first day since 1961 that Duke, Carolina, and Kentucky are all not ranked in the top 25. So, what's that tell you about college basketball this year? It's a
0: very strange year. Do you think all of that, like – 'Cause if it were just us, we could say because Boston and Clark have not been as good and Clark's been, you know, injured, maybe, and all those things. But if it's if it's those three programs who seem to have embraced the the one and done type thing, do you think that not having the offseason stuff and having kids that were uh, you know, coming out of high school to to be leading your team, is that the issue? Is it just this year the the recruits that came out of high school were not as good? What, what what, do you think there's a correlation, Stephen, between Kentucky Carolina and Duke all struggling? Uh,
1: I would say it's probably a combination of off-season stuff. I mean, for young kids, I'm sure those early games are big for them. Um, <clears throat> I just also think – I know this sounds like the old man saying back in my day, but I well, do feel like you are the old like man the, of the podcast,
0: so it makes sense.
1: That, that is true. But I do feel like the – recruits that are coming out seem to be getting I I guess I don't know they're not as they're not as good I would almost say they're almost mentally softer than they used to be I'm like I just can't we've had multiple players cry on the bench over playing time I just can't imagine John Wall crying over not getting to play or DeMarcus Cousins over not getting to play Um, so I don't really understand the freshmen that we keep getting seem to not be as good I guess or something I don't know what it is but Kentucky's freshmen just haven't been able to cross that threshold
0: lately. David, Steven is an old man, isn't he? Back in my day, right. kids were tougher. Pretty much. And David gives no I mean, response whenever I speak old. directly to him. I don't understand. What are we doing? <laughs>
1: the point of a podcast is to speak. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
2: I don't want to throw shade on Stephen. I think, I think he brings a lot to the podcast.
1: Okay, I am getting older.
0: Wonderful. Okay. Anywho, David, what were your thoughts on the Bama and, and Auburn games? To me, they were extremely embarrassing because, like, we got blown out by Bama. And they, by the end of the game, they had three of their, you know, I forget if they were starters or just guys that, that played a lot that were out by the end of the game, and we still got blown out by them. Auburn couldn't, you know, make a shot to save their lives, and that's supposed to be what is their big advantage, and they still beat us. So – what were your thoughts on these couple of games that we we dropped uh they were they're pretty
2: embarrassing I don't I can't remember the last time I saw like such bad basketball than the first half of the Kentucky Auburn game it was really bad it was very bad it was it was it was not fun to watch um and I know, I know, I jumped on the sports thing a little later than you guys. I wasn't, you know, a sports fiend from birth, but I did not enjoy watching it at all. It was not fun. It's definitely
0: not a fun like Basketball. I mean, we only scored fifty-nine points in the game. Like this isn't Big Ten basketball. Twenty-five
1: right? at <laughs> halftime.
0: Yeah, this isn't Big Ten. Like we're supposed to put up a few points, and it just—it was awful. So, so what's what's the solution which, though? What, which game was more
1: disappointing to you, all, though? Or more embarrassing, even.
0: I don't know. Because to me, like, the Bama thing, it it was – to me, the Bama one hurt more because of how much we got beat by, and we had just looked good against Florida. It wasn't like that we won a game, but like we talked about last time, when we beat Florida, we looked like we were a good basketball team. And then none of that came out in the Bama game. So, I almost think – that one hurt me more. The Auburn one, I don't know. I almost didn't even expect us to win because – all the hope I had from Florida went away whenever we got crushed by Bama. David, which one do you think was more embarrassing? Um,
2: I don't know. Embarrassing, I'd probably say the the Bama game just because we got blown out. But worse for the program, I think probably Auburn because it just kind of doubled down on how sucky we played this week. And Auburn's not really a great team, and they really didn't look like one um, the other day and we still lost.
0: Steven, what would you
1: think? I would have said the Auburn game was more disheartening because Alabama came in and hit 14 of 37 threes. That's just a team that, regardless of whether they were open or not, that's still for a college team to shoot that well um, and from the three is not something that you see all the time. So to me, that was more of a a team got hot and just kind of put it to us. The Auburn game was just, They're not a good team, and they didn't even play well and still handled us for a while, my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, after both of the games, obviously very discouraging. Cal has been getting a lot of criticism this year from having having a a sub-500 record. Um, Toppin said after, I think, the Auburn game that some on the team need to stop playing me basketball and instead start playing team basketball. What do you guys think is the source of our – problems this year david we'll start with you like i said whenever we played florida it seemed like we had done something to turn it around uh and then we revert back to looking as bad if not worse as we did earlier in the year i'll start by saying
2: it's not cal cal is not the reason that we're doing so poorly this year i mean everybody makes mistakes and maybe he's not making all the right decisions but it's not on him um i'd say a lot of it is probably like um kind of that missed time, like preseason where you know I could get in some extra some extra time together kind of turning into a cohesive unit whether it's on the court or just kind of hanging out or whatever Um, but a lot of teams didn't get that this year so I don't know why it's affecting us seems to be more than other teams Um, all of our you know we're we're, we were supposed to have a really great um, recruiting class this year and they're supposed to be really good but I mean even it's not just that they're not playing well together. They're not playing well by themselves. Um, Like Boston still should be making points whether or not the rest of the team plays well or not. And it's just, it's not happening. Steven.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We just can't score um, for some reason. I definitely don't think it's Cal. I think everybody has, he made some weird lineups and adjustments and things like that. Sure. But at the same point, who is playing well that you would say, hey, you deserve playing time over and over and over. I get everybody wants Dante Allen to play all this miraculous time because he's supposedly hey, if he our played, If he played
0: 40 minutes a game, we wouldn't have lost a game this year. Don't you know that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's I right. Just, That's I just, right. I don't. I just don't get the – I mean, he's – like the, the statement made on the radio show yesterday or today or whatever it was, uh, yeah, I guess today since it's Sunday, but – the well, he was a plus eleven, so he should have got more playing time. Those plus minuses don't really mean the whole thing. I mean, if you ask me, I thought Boston played really well up until um, he had two back, like back-to-back turnovers, and even Askew had one where he threw it to Brooks on the top of the key, and Brooks didn't cut hard. Askew lazily threw the ball, and they got a wide-open dunk out of it. It was kind of a backbreaker. That was where we lost the game to me because a four-point is a four-point run they went on. the team is not strong mentally they can't score um it's just it's like an all systems failure right now to be honest Because our
0: defense i mean we played pretty well against auburn it wasn't just that they had a bunch of wide open shots i feel like (laughs) that they were missing like we we did a decent job guarding a good three-point shooting team but if you're Mm -hmm. only going to put up 59 points against somebody like how many games are you going to win not many, if any. And I don't understand, like a lot of people have talked about how, you know, it's because Cal doesn't recruit the right guys. Well, he's got the same mix, I feel like, as we do most years. He brought in a couple of grad transfers, um, you know, with Saur and Mintz, and they really haven't contributed that much. I, I feel like they've been all right, but, I mean, that those are supposed to be kind of the senior leadership. Keon has come back for his second year, like we, you know, normally get somebody to come back. And then he's got the freshman I mean, like, I don't I don't know. Like maybe the reason he's trying all of those really weird lineups is you just gotta throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and hope that something sticks because none of it is doing right now. Like it just we're just bad. And I don't know how huh. you fix it. Because SAR was supposed like he was wasn't he like all ACC or something, or he, he was he was scoring at a high level, whatever he was playing, yeah. what at Wake Forest or wherever he was at?
1: And he he, he might be the softest player we've had at UK. Mine is Ryan Harrow.
0: Yeah. Well, like, because he's supposed to bring that offense, and it's not much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Mintz, and I think he he does, you know, a decent job. But a lot of games, he just makes some really bad decisions for being a senior leader that we're supposed that's, to have. That's the
1: thing. So for the senior leaders to be Mintz and Sar, they're Sar is weak, and
0: he and has fouls. been
1: back-tipped more than anybody. Yes, and, he, and Mintz is, makes dumb mistakes, and he shoots way too much for me. If you want to, if you want my opinion, Toppin wasn't talking about Boston. He was talking about Mince and Sarr. Which is possible.
0: I mean, I don't, and I I like whenever Toppin comes in, he seems to hustle. But again, he's not, he's not the caliber of a player. It's kind of like, so David and I, whenever we were in high school, we did homeschooling for a little bit and we played on some homeschool basketball team. And I was literally probably the second best player on a varsity basketball team, which meant that we were not going to be good at all. And like that, that's what I feel like when it comes to somebody like Toppin or when it comes to somebody like Dante Allen, like it's, or even Mintz, you know, like these guys, if they're not good enough to be our best players, but we're asking them to try to score all of these points because they're not coming from anywhere else. And our offense just looks so stagnant. Like, I don't, I don't know. And we can't make layups. Like it's, (laughs) we even get close to the basket sometimes and we just can't put it
1: in. And that's part of my frustration when people, both blame Cal and his system and it's an antiquated offense again we haven't heard anybody complain about this quote-unquote antiquated offense all year or all of this whole time he's been at kentucky so all of a sudden the year we struggle really bad we're antiquated and i think it's because you just don't have scores but you can't find one person out there that wouldn't have said boston is going to struggle or boston is not going to be an elite score that was his thing he might not be the best three-point shooter but he's elite get in the rim. He's got a great mid-range. So what's happened? The kid just is not hitting the shots, and he lost all confidence. And you haven't even and to be honest, we haven't still have not had a game where we've had everybody on the team because Brooks was out for a couple games to start. Then when he came back, Clark's went out. So we still have not had a full roster. Not that that's going to make a huge difference, but. You know, you haven't had a full roster. You didn't get the offseason that you normally do. <clears throat> Even just the kids coming in and playing together at UK, they didn't get to do that. So they're still trying to figure it out. You didn't get any really – sure, you had some good, like, crap games you should have won, but you didn't get the D3-level schools to kind of get some wins. Yeah. And I, I don't get how we looked. I know Moorhead's bad, but, dude, we looked great against them, hitting shots, and Dante Allen didn't play in that one. And then all of a sudden we can't – we can't put a ball in the hoop for nothing. And we miss more layups than anybody I've seen. And that's, to me, the toughness aspect of it. We don't have anybody that's tough. So, hopefully this transfer, Sweeby or a or whatever his name is, can help bring some toughness, at least to the practice field, practice squad. So, that way, maybe they'll get some toughness in them. I don't know. I don't know.
2: It's my turn to cow right now. So... <laughs> There's a lot of complaining about how Cal's like super hard on shooters and stuff. And like, he's pretty, pretty quick to like yank them out, you know, like real pure shooters and how a lot of players come and they, they kind of, they're, they're good, but they're not great. And they go on to do like really well in like the NBA or like another school has anyone thought about maybe they have to change their shot from high school. Cause a lot of kids come out of high school playing like AAU ball and stuff with really I mean, their shots go in, but they're not good form. And like a lot PJ of college places. Like BJ Boston,
0: bringing it down to his waist every time that he's going to go yes. up for a layup and gets blocked.
2: Yes, and making that transfer to have good form takes while and takes practice. Also, I think it's a great thing that he his goal is to prepare them for the NBA and not just to win games. Because if his goal is to prepare yeah. people for the NBA, one, he's doing a he's doing a great job, and I think I think that's that's a lot of what he does. But two. I think that it's a really big draw to high school players. Like, yeah, they want to win, but like their goal is to make a a bunch of money in the NBA. So even even if he's not really going out of his way to help players over uh, winning games, like I don't care. Just the thought that uh, maybe a high school player will think, you know, I think Cal cares more about my future than he does about some random game.
1: And those quotes got taken so far out of context to me. The fact that everybody's upset about, well, Cal doesn't want to win games. Okay, if Cal didn't want to win games, he probably wouldn't be coaching. So he wants to win games because that's how he gets paid. But David's right. If you care about the players and you get the best players, you're going to have the odds of winning the most games.
0: Yeah. I don't just...
1: get these people. This And this Dante Allen thing is really – I like the kid, but it's really made me start to not like the kid some because everybody just wants to all of a sudden – let's just get all UK, all all Kentucky players. No, Kentucky doesn't recruit, doesn't put that many good
0: college athletes in the, out there for D1 level. That's idiotic. I mean, to be honest, whenever, so whenever Darius Miller played for Kentucky, he was, I like, I really liked him a lot. Like he was one of my favorite players that we had. Did I think that he should be playing all the time? No, because he wasn't as good as a lot of the other ones. But when he like went through the process, he came back, you know, in his junior, senior year, whatever, and helped us to win tons of games. Like, that was awesome, and it's cool to see a Kentucky kid. But if that's your Even goal – Even like a
1: Dominique Hawkins or, yeah. uh, you know, those guys that – they weren't good there. Yeah, they had – sure, Dom had a great game against Louisville in the tournament where he shut down Russ Smith. Okay, but for the rest – but people go, well, that was – he should have played all year. No, just because he had
0: one game, he, he should have played all year. Yeah. I just <clears> – if, if, if your goal is let's bring – like, I, I it would be a really cool world if we had enough players – From Kentucky, that were really good, that we could like have all Kentucky players that like stage for all four years and we could go. This isn't the football program. Yeah. But that's not possible. Like, that doesn't exist. I,
1: I think it's kind of interesting how people are so upset about Cal that he said he didn't play Dante in the second half because he didn't shoot. Okay. So Cal is getting blasted for not playing, not having shooters, yet he runs a play for a shooter. And I can probably tell you the two plays he did it was one was the elevator screen that he got wide open at the top of the key, didn't shoot. Another one, he ran a play, got him a screen on the left wing, and he didn't shoot it. And they tried to take three dribbles in and shoot a contested jumper, and Cal is yelling, shoot. You have a coach that is taking you out because you won't shoot the ball. Not because you shoot too much, you won't shoot the ball. And people are now complaining that Cal is not playing it. What do you want him to do? The kid's a shooter. You're supposed to shoot.
0: Yeah, that's what he's supposed to I would contribute. love to
1: have a coach say, hey, if you don't shoot, I'm going to take you out. Fine by me. I'll shoot
0: all day. Yeah, that didn't happen when you played. I don't think.
1: No, it was hey, you shoot, you're coming out. <laughs> you have a five foot radius from the hoop. Other than that, you're on the bench.
0: <laughs> so, David, David, do we turn it around? Do we? I don't know. Do we make the tournament this year? What? What do you think? I'm hoping the tournament. Gets I.
2: I, <laughs> I think 2. If...
0: No. 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 <laughs> I think if we make
2: the tournament, it'll be more like, oh yeah, Kentucky's usually good. We need, we need views in the tournament, but no, I don't think we make it to the tournament. And that's a bummer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, do we turn it around? Do we make the tournament?
1: I'm telling you, I've, I've given up, man. I, I'm just, these are just ball games to watch just to watch until the SEC tournament. And then we'll see. Do they have the talent? Sure. But, at this point, you're going to get in as like a 15 seed. So,
0: so what we need to do is we need to hope and pray that the SEC tournament does not get canceled. That's and the we, big thing, man. and if that gets canceled, we're we're no done. Way. Yeah, but we need to win the SEC tournament, and like right before the end of the year, Boston needs to turn it on. Clark needs to be healthy, come back and do something. Keon, I got Keon played well in the Florida game, and then I just don't like what did he do he in the last couple ever of games? Since. Yeah, like. I think we haven't like Keon was good last year you saw Boston. I know it wasn't against the same level of, you know, talent or whatever, but whenever he was playing in the AAU circuit in high school, he looked really good. Sar did stuff against high level ACC players. You would think we'd be able to turn it around. So I have hope not that we win a lot of games the rest of the year, but well, here do you want me, do you want me to ACC uh, tournament doesn't get canceled and, and we're able to, to, to win that and get, do you and, want me
1: to bring your excitement down?
0: No. I was trying to be positive,
1: Kentucky is uh, we average 67.5 points a game. We have 264th worst scoring team in the country. Hmm. Uh, we shoot 41 percent from the field, which is 272nd in the country. We make five threes a game, which is 335th in the country. Which I don't even know how we make five a game. Um, we shoot 29.9 percent from three, which is 295th in the country. I don't like these stats. And- and our turnovers were tied for 262nd. We averaged 15 turnovers a game.
0: I don't like any of those stats. Those are crappy stats. But you know what? I have faith. We play Georgia on Wednesday. I think we can win that one. We play LSU on Saturday. I think we can win that one. And then after that, it gets pretty hard.
2: So if the season ends today, who do you think is going to leave and try – to, who's going to try to enter the portal? Who's going to try to go to the NBA? And who do you want to leave?
1: Well, the people I want to leave are leaving, so. that's
0: not that nice? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell people to leave. <laughs>
1: I'm just – like, Mintz is okay, but I'm over sorry. I, I'm, I'm over sorry. I, I've not been a fan of him pretty much the whole season. So I, I'm over him and the whole – which I think is funny how some people – who call our, our offense antiquated at the beginning of the year, we're begging and pleading and screaming that we should be throwing the ball in the post to Saar. So.
0: It's just because he's a Frenchman, Steven. That's why you don't like him. What do you have well, against him? If
1: you ask me, I think Saar is obviously leaving. Mintz is obviously leaving. Um, I think Boston and Clark still leave and go to the NBA uh, and Jackson. I just think they're still going to be high picks because I think when they get out of – the season, and they do the off work training. Their athleticism is going to help them. Um, so you're going to lose those five. Uh, I don't think Dante's going anywhere. I uh, I don't think Keon will leave. I think he'll probably come back. And who else really plays? Askew is coming back. I don't yep. think he's going anywhere.
0: That'll be helpful because he has steadily improved the entire year. Like he was, I, he's my the favorite, and he's done well.
1: Well, if you believe or he's my favorite too. He just no. he just fights. He I, I wish he cut his hair. Yeah, like floppy hair, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Teach their own. You're right. I wish you know back uh, in Jackson Stephen's day.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: We had short shorts, and oh wait, that's today.
0: They still had that's
1: coming back. We had peach long baskets. Shorts back in they were throwing there.
0: it in, and everything. It was great.
1: I just like I don't know. I did. Wouldn't that hair get like him in Boston? Wouldn't that hair get in your face? Some what? I think. Boston looks like it was slowing down five miles an
0: hour. Maybe that's mid-stopper. the thing. If we go, if he gets a haircut, <laughs> we run the table. And <laughs> we <laughs> would go win a championship, guys. We should
2: come out next next game with, <laughs> with bald men on the court. <laughs> <think> <laughs> all of them. Much more aerodynamic.
0: We can drive to the basket. <laughs> what do you got against bald people? <laughs> Nothing. They're great. We're saying if more people were bald, we would win. Let, I even, mean, let more aerodynamic, jump higher. Let Cal shave his head. I think it'll be great
1: about
0: that i don't know about that <laughs> all right well i was trying to be positive and we just brought facts hey we have the
1: big 12 player of the year coming in next year
0: that's cool i, I don't know I'm, I'm <laughs> an anyways uh, uh in in other basketball news
1: our women's teams good
0: yes they are i watched them a little really bit good. the other day yeah
1: they did They're you? really good <clears throat>
0: They put the ball in the basket. It's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> Not a lot. From
2: what I Been a while since I've seen that.
0: <laughs> Maybe they should practice against the guys. Maybe that would toughen them up a little bit. Or just demoralize them. Just play away. for our guys. Yeah, that might work too. Um, what do you guys think about Bill Walton's uh, thing he said the other day during one of the, the games he was announcing, saying, because Kentucky players had gotten criticism for expressing their opinions recently, uh, that they should just come <laughs> play for the Conference of Champions in the Pac-12. Bill no, well, Walton's an idiot. I think he's high every <laughs> single time that he's on TV. He is. Well, not just no, he TV. is. Like, that's, not a, that's
1: not a thing. That's a fact.
0: Yeah. Like, he is a very interesting person. Do you it think, though, so. that, that uh, the the whole thing with – I would assume he's talking about the, the kneeling and whatever else. Do you think that that affects recruiting at all in the future? We've talked a little bit about how maybe the um, – uh, I don't know, the – the Brianna Taylor situation in Louisville might have affected, you know, an NBA team coming to Louisville in the future, just because of the uh, the NBA's very outspoken position on on those things. Do you think that that affects guys coming to Kentucky at all? Personally, I think I, well, <coughs> go ahead, David.
2: I think only like it. Like, letting the, the players kneel and stuff, I think, will only affect it positively if it affects it at all. Because there's no 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kid out there that's like, you know what, I'm not going there now because they kneeled. Well, but I, the, think, I bet there are people out there who will consider it more because they kneeled.
0: I think more of it is, though, the idea that there's been a lot of backlash from people in Kentucky because they did that in a negative way. So maybe saying that you wouldn't want to go to Kentucky because the fans won't like you if you give any sort of an opinion.
1: I I guess I try to be careful with it is <clears throat> I think the kids that don't come here because of that, then I'm cool with them not coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I that again back to the on oh, the old man thing. I think people get too worked up over what is said about them and they get too butthurt over it sometimes. And I don't think this team is that way about the fans getting on about kneeling. I think this team is more frustrated about the fans getting on about losing every game. And yeah. I do think if we were, as sad as it is, I think if we were winning, if you flipped our record and we were eight and four, the fans wouldn't be, or eight and six, whatever we are, eight, whatever it is, they wouldn't be so upset about the team kneeling. So a lot of that is just because we're losing and we're complaining about it and everybody, the world's falling apart.
0: Part. yeah to but me that's that's I, the issue behind all of the the criticism like the idea that that yeah. would matter the criticism against cal and he's like in his like i understand you criticize someone whenever they're losing but like caring about what he says in post games yeah. and, and taking and you've it also out of got, context you've also got i think got it's because we're at, losing he's,
1: and he's also been here long enough that it's the time where people start to go well all right well kind of people start to wear you out they start to wear on you but I think you look at the one kid—I'm forgetting his name—that um, number one high school recruit that went to the uh, all-black college up in the mm-hmm. northeast. He, he nobody's heard of him anymore. So I think that was one of those. Had he gone up there and been a star, and I think he's been hurt, but been a star and gotten all this notoriety, that would have been a bigger red flag. To okay, these kids might start going to these different schools for like that. But I think it's still just proven that you still got to go. I mean. Even Boston, as bad as we are, everybody still knows who Brandon Boston is. I mean, or BJ, everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows BJ Boston because we're Kentucky and we're still playing on ESPN even though we're four and eight. We still really get all the bad. primetime games.
0: <clears throat> Although when they came back from the Auburn game one time, they called it the Auburn game instead of the Kentucky game. Another Well, game. it is. I know. It this sucks. <laughs> we're, we're the team that's playing Auburn. <laughs> that's not oh. great oh man well Auburn basketball yeah hopefully there are improvements in the future um I had one final thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here did you guys watch any of the NFL uh playoffs the divisional round this week this past weekend I did and then David did you watch any games no 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 not at all (laughs) I don't know maybe you can contribute to the conversation I was um I really enjoyed I watched the the Chiefs game uh, they played against the Browns and then I watched a little bit of the old man bowl uh, with Drew Brees and, and Tom Brady going back at each other um, but the Chiefs game Stephen I the end of it to me was mind-blowing David I guess it, since you didn't see it Mahomes got hurt I guess like partway through the second half maybe I, I forget exactly but he got hurt so they had their backup in they had the ball on their own side of the field. Uh, I think it was still a one-possession game with, like, a minute and a half left. And they get it to, like, fourth and one or fourth and inches or something like that. And they come up to the line, and you think that they're just going to try to draw the Browns off sides. But instead, they snap the ball, and they do a passing play with their backup quarterback that if they don't get it, it gives the Browns the ball, like, near the 50, being able to go down and score. And they converted it. I just – Stephen, that was a, a pretty – I don't know. Very interesting end to a game. And it, it they loved it because it worked. I just wonder what the reaction would have been if it didn't work. Would, would Andy reach not you,
1: you can't say that because one of our coaches said that one time and got blessed for it. I guess. Uh, I think it was what I thought looking at it was, huh, I wonder what, uh, as much as I love our football program, I wonder what our coaches would have done in that moment. I'm pretty sure that would have been a run up the middle, run up the middle, run up the middle, and punt. So,
0: Probably. But you know what? It worked for the Chiefs and uh, they're going on to the uh, their championship of their league. So it'll be an exciting time.
1: Impressive. It's a gutsy call, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. it, it made me nervous whenever they snap the ball. And I'm not even a Chiefs fan. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're, they're <laughs> going for it. And they're throwing the ball. I was it's I was very cool. confused. But anywho, well, David, thank you for your contribution on the uh, NFL playoffs there.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. I try. I try. I actually actually did see that play, it is the oh. only play of the weekend I saw because it was on Twitter.
0: Would you yep. have called that play, David?
2: I would not have called that play. No way. Oh. Well, nope.
0: I'm not saying. Anywho, well, it's been fun, guys. Any final thoughts before we hit the road? There I there hope we don't lose it. It's not football, like <laughs> But we're gonna be good, man. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. What was the we, we got this big um uh, transfer that's coming in uh for uh, at wide receiver for Kentucky, Stephen? What are your thoughts on how this oh, yeah, changes? This, yeah, man.
1: Well, it gives us another wide receiver. Now we have two receivers to throw the ball to. That's so, exciting. So the one we have two. I, I think exciting. it does. I think it, it should change the game. I mean, I, I again, I've been saying in my opinion as dumb as I am that. Kentucky football can run the ball against an 11-man box, so um, if you can spread the ball a little bit, throwing it. You should be able to run. You should be able to run better, and so you have you now have two receivers that you should be able to put on opposite ends of the formation and spread the defense out. Plus, you've got a tight end coming back. Plus, your running game. I mean, the new offensive coordinator's got some got some weapons. And Wondell, I know it's the Big 12. I guess he played for Nebraska, but or Big Ten, whatever they are, conference. And now they keep switching around. He did some really good things up there. It's at the all-time. I think it was all all-purpose yards his freshman year, from um, the school, their school history. So in Nebraska, that's
0: that's a big pretty deal. Big, so yeah,
1: uh, he should be a good player for us.
0: I'm pumped, David. We're winning the East next year. It's happening. Mark it down. Did you it's see that somebody up. put yep, us yep, in sure, number two sure. before
1: Bondale yeah. came in? Yeah, he pushes us over. No, Brady Maggard one.
0: said, "Take whatever." Record you had Kentucky doing next year and add one because Wandell is here. We'll add one win. So,
1: you want to do an early, uh, really way too early pick the record?
0: Do we have a a schedule? I don't have a schedule. I'll pull one up. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) We need some positivity before the end. All right. So excited. All right. Well,
2: while, while Steven's pulling it up, I got weird fact that no one cares about and it's not Kentucky related in any way. Have you guys oh, ever seen The yeah. Good Doctor? I know mom watches it. I know no, I know, no, my no. wife watches it. All right. So it's about this doctor who's autistic, right? And it's a pretty big show now. It's on like Hulu and stuff. The main actor is Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You are all welcome. Thank Nobody you, cares about either one of those. So here's the, the football schedule now. All right.
0: Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're
0: welcome. They don't, have, they don't
1: have <laughs> dates, so these are not going to be in uh, date order. So this is going to be straight through. It all right. You got. I'm going to assume you guys are going to say we're going to beat Louisiana Monroe, Chattanooga, and, and New Mexico State. Correct? Win,
0: win, win. Already three. We're doing great, so guys. Three
1: and zero. You got at Louisville. Win, David, That's where you picked. Yeah, I.
2: I am also on the. I thought we were just assuming this was the fourth win. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh my bad. I'm a slow. Uh, At Georgia.
0: Lose. Lose. By six. Home
1: for home for Florida.
0: Win. Lose. Florida sucks.
1: Oh, Florida is gonna be worse next year. They don't have a quarterback right now. That's right. They suck. Uh, Five. Home wins. for LSU.
0: Win. LSU's bad. Loss.
1: Hey, positivity. <laughs> Dave's not picking them. No I got too excited.
2: Home, I got too excited for this for season. Okay. Win
0: win win all the way home
1: for home for tennessee
0: win win
1: uh at mississippi state win win
0: stupid cowboys. at
1: south carolina win win and at vandy
0: win we're winning 11 who did we lose so our road
1: games (laughs) next year are at louisville at georgia at Mississippi State, at South and at Vandy. That is a perfect setup for Kentucky to do something. Going Which, 11-1. by the way, I'm just letting you all know, looking at this schedule, if you guys want to come back in town, I do have season tickets, so I get to go to the home games if we get fans back. So I get the LSU and Florida games. But I will be going to either or possibly even both, Georgia and South Carolina.
0: Well... It's time to wrap up the podcast, so I can go look at uh, plane <laughs> tickets. I guess we don't. have the dates when, when do the, the dates, dates aren't come set out? Yet. When do the I don't dates know. come out? Probably in a couple months. Okay, well, shoot.
1: <laughs> you can fly into uh, well, it's, I don't know. You can, well, they're both about six hours from here, so fly to Atlanta and we'll pick a game and go.
0: Be great. I'm pumped. Hey, Salt Lake is becoming, or I guess is now supposed to be like a Delta hub, or it's going to become a Delta hub. So maybe I'll get That's cheaper about flights.
1: As good as David's story. I don't know. <laughs> hey,
2: my story, my story was a little more, you know, Awful. exciting. You know, had you on the edge of your seat.
0: Good doctor, Delta hub. Hey,
1: Tennessee fired their football. coach there, by the way. An old oh, I saw that.
2: I saw
0: that. yeah the athletic director too, right? Yeah, he stepped away. Oh, okay. That's probably Bring a good Van- idea. No? Well, Steven's gone. Wonderful time to wrap it up, I guess. Bring it on, yeah. Stephen, thank you so much for joining. And for those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Big Blue Brothers podcast. Join us again next week, and hopefully we will not have gone 0-2. Until next time, see ya. Tiddle.